Shalom and thank you for listening to Progressively Jewish, the podcast where you can explore and connect to Judaism through a progressive Jewish lens. In this episode, we continue our journey of exploring the theme of Torah. We are delighted to welcome Rabbi Matthew Durbing, Rabbi of Temple Beit Hayam in Florida. Shalom and Shana Tova. It is such a huge pleasure to be able to pass on reflections of this new year and what we wish and want to impart upon others. You know, I've given it a lot of thought as to what this year uh, has brought and has bringing for us as Jews, uh, not only here in the United States, but certainly throughout Europe and uh, uh, around the world. And um, as, as, as Jews... As we come to synagogues on Erev Rosh Hashanah and on Rosh Hashanah and obviously on Yom Kippur, you know, one of the major themes, and especially if we look at Rosh Hashanah, one of the major themes that is Jews that we, that we think and we, we talk about um, is one of the Torah readings that we read, Genesis 22, the binding of Isaac. And, and you know, I, I, I've given it a lot of thought, um, and it's something that I know has... has um, 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 great commentary and a lot of thought has gone into it. And uh, I, I spent a lot of time thinking about, you know, the call, the call that Abraham gets from God that says to go take your son, um, take your only son, you know, the one you love, the, the, you know, your son Isaac. And there's, there's something about this story that has always, that has always challenged me in ways that Every year, new insight and new perspectives come into it. And I guess the challenging aspect of uh, the binding of Isaac is how, how can God, the all-knowing, the all-encompassing, the all-omniscient God, the God full of mercy, justice, and compassion, how can God ask Abraham to take his most precious and important commodity of that being his son and offer it up as a sacrifice? For if God were to know, if God knew the inner workings and the inner feelings of Abraham, wouldn't he have known, wouldn't God have known that, of course, Abraham had perfect faith and full heart? And I'm always challenged by that because as we know with the story is as, as, as Isaac, who, of course, was not a young lad, he was 37 years old, according to Midrash, and, of course, we can add the, de- the timing um, as to, you know, Sarah was 90 when she gave birth to Isaac. And, you know, of course, in Genesis 23, we find in the beginning part of um, Chaye Sarah, uh, the life of Sarah, that Sarah lived 127 years. So we do the math and, you know, we get 37, the time that which Abraham um, takes his son Isaac up to the mountain, that, that Isaac is 37. And I've always been intrigued by this, a 37-year-old man going up. And, of course, he says, Father, where's the wood for the offering? And, of course, you know, the, the understanding is... <laughs> I'm sorry, my son, you are the offering. And that understanding that, that Abraham takes him up and as he raises the knife, their relationship is forever severed, right? As God then appears, an angel of God appears and says, okay, stop, put down the knife, take a look around, see that ram caught in the thicket and replace your son with the ram. And there's something about that white ram that is really intriguing. And according to our tradition, coming out of Perkei Avot, the ethics of our ancestors out of the Mishnah. Uh, we, you know, we're told that six days of creation, God created the world in six days, and of course on the seventh day, God rested. And there were, 
there were certain things that God already created before the world could, 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 could create. And one of them was the ram itself that was placed within that thicket. And our tradition teaches us, right? Abraham goes up. He, he doesn't look around. He's so hyper-focused on what God had instructed for him to do that he doesn't even take a look around, right? We call it the test. And is it a test? Is it a test of Abraham and a perfect test of faith and uh, understanding and uh, belief in God? Um, did God pass the test or did Abraham pass the test or did both fail? Uh, and I think especially around this time that we, we, we really introspectively look and examine and unpack this story, which is such a complicated, complicated story within our tradition. But I'm reminded, of course, of that white ram. For if Abraham would have gone up to Mount Moriah and taken a look and seen that ram, he would have known for himself that this was just a test, that actually his son himself was not ever meant to be a sacrifice, but rather the ram was to be put in place. So, what does this teach us? I think this teaches us as Jews uh, that especially now in living in a world of 5780, hitting up to 5781, and of course in 2020, that we need to open our eyes. We need to be aware of our surroundings, of, of to whom we come into contact with and, and how we can bring rays of sunshine to others perhaps where there are dark clouds and that is challenging and difficult. You know, for many of us who have been locked up in our homes uh, for months uh, upon months, um, this, this, this uh, uh, understanding of social and physical uh, isolation uh, and distancing from one another has really, has really taken its toll. And I think as we approach the High Holy Days and certainly Rosh Hashanah of our new year, for us to really be aware of perhaps the pain, perhaps the suffering, um, the joys uh, as well as the successes, but, but really to be more aware of those that are hurting, those that are um, separated, those that are really struggling with this, with this understanding. And I think for us, uh, the main message is open our eyes, take a look around, um, uh, expand, uh, take this precious opportunity over these, 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 these moments of our yamim um, noraim, these days of awe, to be inspired, to be in awe. Because I think when we, when we, when we look at the story of the binding of Isaac and the story of the ram, for us, and I'll speak personally too, there are times where my eyes are closed. There are times where perhaps maybe my heart may be uh, not as full. And especially now, to be able to recall that and to think back and to say to ourselves, what do I want to be for this new year? How can I change? How can I send my life and center my life around goodness and wholeness and peace? I think the main message, at least for me, is that we need to be aware. We need to open our eyes. We need that sense of clarity, that sense of awareness, that sense of we were put on this earth for a purpose and for meaning. And that meaning is to recognize and to be uh, aware of the suffering, of the pain, really of the needs of others in our communities and beyond. So my message for uh, all of us, as we enter into a brand new year, may we be more compassionate. May we be more understanding. 
And most importantly, may we open our eyes to the needs of others, our friends, our families, members of our community, members of this planet that we occupy. And may we try and strive to bring some form of shalem, of peace, of wholeness, and of community. Amen. Thank you, Rabbi Durbin. And thanks to Liberal Judaism, Reform Judaism, and Leo Beck College for supporting Progressively Jewish. Let us know how we are doing. Please get in touch on progressivelyjewish at gmail.com. In our next episode, we are delighted to welcome back Richard Jacobi, Rabbi of East London and Essex Liberal Synagogue.